back to Bit Different, everybody. This is Satine. And this is Rob. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Are you a robot? No. Did I say it like a robot? Kind of. No. I was hoping you turned into one. No. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> Negative. I'm not a robot. How are you? Happy National Video Game Day, Rob. Happy National Video Game Day. I'm glad we did not record yesterday and that we're recording now. Yeah, this is a first for us. Right? Is it the first? I don't know. I never <laughs> heard of it until I read about it today. I was like, okay. Yeah, I didn't. I think it's a new thing, though. So maybe yeah. this is the first. The first of many. Yes. I don't know. How you been? Uh, good. I survived the 7.1 and 6.4 earthquakes. Seriously, what is with LA lately? It's just been like... Um, for the 6.4 one, I was actually on the balcony reading The Witcher. Oh. I was finishing the Time of Contempt. And I was like starting to sway. And I was like, is that just the wind? And then I was like, hold up. This is a kind of crazy feeling. I feel like I'm going to get vertigo. This is the first one, right? This is the first one. And um, and then I was sitting there, and I looked over at my tea, and it was shaking. I was like, oh, we're having an earthquake. And I was like, maybe it's just my head, though. So I looked for Steven, and he never came out. And I was like, oh, maybe it is just in my head. But he was in the shower, so he never felt it at all. Okay, so... Oh, yeah. Tell me, where were you for the second earthquake? Second one, I was in a car, so I didn't feel that one at all. Got it. So the first one happened at, like, what, 11 a.m., something like that? Like, I was asleep. It was, what, the 4th of July, so it was Uh, my day off, so I was asleep. And I guess Todd was in bed, and he said that he rolled over and started yelling for me to wake up. He was like, dude, I yelled your name, like, seven or eight times. You did not move. (laughs) <laughs> he's like then i reached over and, I, and like apparently he pushed and I backhand like, he reached over and he pushed me i guess i don't remember that either and he was like he's like you woke up asked what was happening and like and then he i guess he told me that there was an earthquake going on and then by the time he was like finished saying that there was an earthquake it, was over. it had stopped <laughs> and i was like all right and i rolled right back over and went right back to bed like i was tired you did not care. No, I was ready for like a four day weekend. I swear, I thought some like some place near us, but not too far, but not too close, was being bombed because it was the Fourth of July. Oh, and I was like, oh, we're feeling the the aftershock, or the ripple go. effect, yeah. the tremors, and I was like, this is it. Here we go. <laughs> we're all gonna die. Yeah, and I was like, well, if the building starts to fall down the hill. I could jump into the tree because there's this huge tree right out there. However, I was only in my kimono robe and I don't wear underwear when I'm in it. So I was like, I need to go get underwear on right now because in case a second aftershock happens, I better have panties on. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm hanging from that tree up there. (laughs) 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 It's like the, the second one, I had just hopped in the shower. Like just hopped in the shower. I think I shampooed my head and uh, and rinsed it. And then all of a sudden Todd comes like running in the bathroom. What are you doing? And I was like, I'm taking a shower. What do you want? And he was just like, there's an earthquake. And I was like, <laughs> there is. And he's like, get out right now. And so like I jump out of the shower dripping wet. And like he's like, don't you hear the pots and pans clanging? Because we have hanging pots and pans. and They were bumping into each other. And I was like, no. Oh, yeah. I hear the. OK, is it done? He's like, yeah, it's over. I was like, OK, I'm going to hop back in the shower then. <laughs> uh, so. 
it's funny. Both earthquakes were kind of a non-event for me. The dog didn't move at all. Like she, she's never been bothered by earthquakes, which is kind of amazing. And she's not bothered by the Fourth of July either, actually. So no. for us, pretty non-eventful weekend, dog-wise. That's um, so funny. Yeah, which is kind of it's, she's weird. She's never like the first time I we ever had an earthquake after I had her, like. I was sitting on the couch, earthquake happened. I looked over at her as if to be like, where was my, you know, my, my warning? And she didn't even wake up. She was still just asleep. She's like, I'm busy. Yeah, she's like, I'm important and I'm sleeping and I don't she need She takes this. right after you or you take after her. I think she learned from me. <laughs> um, but yeah, 4th of July happened. Yes, it did. And uh, yeah, what'd you do? I didn't do anything for the 4th of July. Yeah. I had uh um, your balcony, my, I bet you have a really good view of yeah, like Yeah, I had a friend the Lauren, city. she came over and we just had some like chips and guacamole and then we went to the balcony and watched like the very All distant, of the illegal fireworks. Uh, well, we saw the shows in the distance. Nice. So we could see them all over LA, which is funny because the west side cut off like five hours before the east side did. And I was like, That's typical. West <laughs> east side's side asleep, bringing it. And east side's bringing it. Um, yeah, and, um, yeah, so what'd you do? Well, 4th of July is my niece's birthday. Cute. And she just turned three. So, because of that, um, the 4th of July is always going to be slightly spoken for at this point as, like, a family thing. Get together. Um, But, yeah, like, my, my folks, um... They, my mom and my stepdad are like members of a, like a country club that's like in their neighborhood. Yeah. And so they did like a ticketed event where, um, like, you know, friends and family of the members can come and enjoy the festivities. And so like they had a fireworks show, they had like a barbecue events and like activities for kids and heavy, heavy pours. Like I asked for a shot of tequila and they gave me like a Dixie cup with like three fingers worth of tequila it was like good for them good for you rob you were celebrating so um yeah that was fourth of july it was it was pretty nice it was good to see everybody and kind of good to get out but also very good to come home like any sort of event like that i'm good for a couple hours and then i'm like i have to leave but and you know that one you kind of got to stay until nightfall at least for the fireworks and then it was like cool we gotta go gotta go um, Speaking of birthdays, it was Travis's birthday on the first. first. Happy Yay. birthday! Happy birthday, Travis! And I sent him his um, his gift package. And since he's already opened it, I'll tell I'll tell you all what I got him. What'd you get him? What I got him? Uh, Godzilla blind box, which is one of those cute little ones from Tokyo, I guess, or there it shipped from overseas. So I'm like, all right, this is official. Um, a Killer Clowns from Outer Space t-shirt from Cavity Colors, because I love their stuff. And um, PS4 and a Switch gift card. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, it was, it was cute. I'm a bad person, and I texted him at like 12.05 on the 2nd. I just missed it. I just passed midnight, I texted him, and I was like, fuck, I just missed it. Well, that's okay. Yeah, like, I'm, it was the, I was the worst. Yeah, I, I totally mean, missed it. It's hard to remember. There's so many people's birthdays to remember. Well, and now that I'm on Facebook so much less, I actually don't get the sort of daily Same Facebook yeah. birthday notifications. Now I get them from, um, oh, what's the other one? Instagrams? No. I don't know. There's another one that always pops up on my feed. Hmm. Anyway, so yeah. So, uh, holy shit, sorry, unrelated. The download that I had going in the background just sped up so much. What was originally quoted at 17 hours has now become 113 minutes. 
Oh, Rob. Seriously, it knew I was talking shit about how slow it was going earlier before we That's started recording. That's a good sign. Because seriously, I was trying, I'm trying to download like a 64 gigabyte game right now, and it was like, it'll take 18 hours. And I was like, but my connection's way faster than that. I even did like the check network test kind of thing on the PlayStation. And it was like, nope, our download speeds is, are rocking. But for some reason, this one game was like, no, nah, we good. But it's sped up, which Maybe is cool. Maybe so many people were downloading it, they had to like give it a moment. Maybe. Mobile. Um, basically, what else happened? Uh, so the weekend before the fourth, Todd and I went up to San Francisco for Pride. Oh, Pride. Yeah, it was. It was well. It's like we stayed with some friends in Los Altos, um, who lived in this amazing house, um, with a pool, and so like we were pretty Same much. Same ones from last year. Yeah. Yeah. So we were just hanging out with them and just sort of hung out around the house. Um, instead of marching in the parade with Facebook like we did last year, um, we didn't even see the parade. We went to the city on Sunday, and all we did was, like, go to the Castro, get lunch, walk around, go to, like— Get shit-faced. Go to the HRC building. Or the—it's, like, not HRC building. It's, like, HRC store Yeah. Um, in Harvey Milk's old, like, camera shop. Oh. So we did that. And, That's cool. Yeah, walked around the Castro a little bit um, and, yeah, had, like, a drink at Twin Peaks, the uh, the glass coffin. Um, and uh, then we went back to the, the house so we could, like, have dinner and go back in the pool. Nice. Yeah, so it was, like, this four days kind of relaxing, nice time away, which was good. Um, did you only spend one day in, at the Castro? Or we only went to the city for a couple hours on Sunday, and that was it. That was it. It was kind of nice. I mean, That's the city's, all you need. It's like 45 minutes away from where we were staying, or like maybe an hour. Yeah, it's um, far. Yeah, and so, like, and it's funny. I think even the people we stayed with are kind of, like, over the city a little bit. Like, you know, it's crowded, it's busy, it kind of smells like pee all the time. So it's like L.A. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> L.A. doesn't smell like pee. It smells like smog. Um, you didn't walk through what, what I walked through earlier today. Oh, my neighborhood or elsewhere? Um, where was I walking? I don't know, but it was like a wall of piss. It was on Wilshire. Oh, I went to the dentist today. Oh, you have to walk by the piss wall. I had, you know, well. I'm going to the dentist on Saturday. You know in video games when you throw a smoke bomb, it goes yeah. And you walk into it, it's like a wall of smoke. Well, yeah. This is a wall of piss. Oh, it was no. nasty. Well, it's, I, sorry, I'm going to the dentist on Saturday. Cute. No piss wall, though, to get there. I'm it's sorry. in Glendale, so it's nice. I'm sorry. It's okay. Where's the sense of adventure, Rob? <laughs> well, that, it'll be at the dentist. Yeah. Um, what you listen, or what you watching? Well, it's, uh, so over the, um, the last two weeks, um, Todd and I have been watching, like, not a whole lot of TV. Um, we watched the Netflix series Instant Hotel, which I think I talked about on the podcast before. It's, like, a kind of terrible Australian reality series about people who turn their properties into, like, Airbnbs. Oh, yeah. But they're instant hotels. Yes. Um, six episodes and super fun to watch. There were two um, very, very handsome men this season. Uh, one of them, you get to see his butt, which is nice. Oh. Um, but, like, honestly, there were, like, of the four couples, um, two of them were so likable. Like, one was a mother-son uh, pair that, like, rent out their uh, penthouse. So cute. By the beach. And then um, there was a really, like, young couple who had just started dating. And their names were Jay and Leah. They were super cute. Um they're not together anymore. What? Todd and I looked on Instagram after we finished the show and looks like they broke up. Ah, which fart. they were so cute together. She's a model, and he's like a personal trainer, and like musician. Well, you know what? That's just asking for a divorce. But you should watch that show because seriously, it's full of beautiful people, and it's kind of funny. It's it's cute. Huh. Well, that's unfortunate. 
But yeah, that's, so uh, what's it called again? Instant Hotel. Instant Hotel. So there's that. And then um, Todd and I started Stranger Things Season 3. We've watched two episodes of it so far. It's weird. I'm not feeling the like super compelled to binge, but um, I hear by Episode 4, there's like people have been like, yeah, once you see Episode 3 or 4, you're just going to sit and finish the whole thing. Yeah, Steven finished uh, the entire series. So I didn't even know he watched it. That's how fast it went. <laughs> Um, and then, lastly, uh, on Friday, Todd and I saw Toy Story 4, mm-hmm. which was, you know. Steven said he cried the entire time through it. Really? I didn't watch it. I wasn't in the mood to go sit in a dark theater. Well, you never, really you never want to go to a movie. I really Yeah, am. I was yeah. like, that's, that's just you. Um, it's weird. I, it was good. I did like it. Todd compared it to like a sort of TV special. Almost. Ooh, that's not good. No, but I mean, even in a fine way, it's I mean, it's 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 actually a good movie. It's just unnecessary, and it feels because three was so magical. Three was such a perfect ending, yeah. and so like it just you know it felt like a weird sort of spinoff almost. Um, and it was fine. It was actually very good for being a completely unnecessary entry in the series. Yeah, you know, I liked it more than Toy Story two. Um, but I'm not a big fan of two, but like three is so good, and it's kind of so perfect that like. You know, this doesn't besmirch its memory at all. Like, three is still amazing. Four is fine. It's not bad. Okay. It could have been way worse. And um, I will have to say, though, uh, and it could be just because they were trying not to spoil anything, I did not care for the marketing campaign for Toy Story 4 at all. With the spoon thing? N- n- Forky. Yeah. Uh, not 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 just Forky. Every, every single piece of marketing I saw—the teaser, the trailer, the, like the next trailer, TV spots—I didn't spots. even know it was out. That's how bad their marketing like, was. Like their first teaser, I disliked so much. I was like, "Cool, I'm just not going to see Toy Story 4. Like it was that level of like, "Nope, there's nothing in this for me." I had a feeling it'd be okay only because it's their baby. It was the one that made Pixar Pixar. Yeah. But like, so I I assume I did think the marketing, as you said, it it was awful. Well, I do feel like maybe they were trying to conceal. Like, I need to watch the trailers again now that I've seen it, because um, I'm kind of curious if maybe they stuck to only the first act or something. Like, I'm just kind of curious if they were really trying to conceal a lot of info. Because like I know that there's been articles written now about um how difficult it was to advertise Spider-Man: Far From Home, which I have not seen yet. But um, how hard it was to advertise because it contains spoilers for the end of Endgame. Ooh. And so, like, have you seen Endgame yet? Yes. Okay, so you saw Endgame. So, like, the first trailer for Far From Home came out before Endgame did. And so, oh, I remember this. Yes, and, yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes, yes. And there are a lot of people with a lot of theories, like reading super closely into things in the 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 trailer, making some assumptions. I remember people saying, hey, "If you have not seen Endgame, do not watch this trailer." No, yeah, that's there. the second one. Okay. Because the first one is just a Spider-Man trailer, and like you know, like the very first trailer they did, it's a Spider-Man trailer, but it did come out before Endgame did. So everyone's like, "Why is that the way it is? And why is this? And where is so and so?" Like it was a lot of that, like a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Then. Like the week after Endgame came out, they released the trailer that had the um the intro by Tom Holland that straight oh, yeah. up says that's, that's the yeah, one that was yeah. the full trailer where they said if you haven't seen Endgame, do not watch this. And that trailer specifically like speaks the spoilers, like it says them because it addresses the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. But like the teaser though is just a Spider-Man trailer. It's actually kind of amazing that they pulled it off without spoiling stuff. 
So I'm really, I'm very curious about it. Like, and before I heard, I think uh, someone I know was saying what that I believe he's like all the marketing is pretty much the first act of the movie. Like the entire rest of it is just completely not seen, really, or like oh. for the most part, like, they don't show a ton in the trailers. Okay. Which I'm curious about, and curious how right that is. Yeah. Um, but we also saw Midsummer. Oh yeah, tell us. I loved it. Todd thought it was an hour too long. I could have used a mini series. Like I just wanted more. Um, I do want to see that. It's deeply upsetting. It's my favorite sort of movie. Yeah, it's it's very upsetting. It's it's uh very um graphically violent at times. Um, it is a movie. Unfortunately, like when we saw it, we saw it in a room full of assholes. Like the theater we were in was just full of obnoxious people, and like everybody in there was um laughing. And it's not. I mean, like the movie has some humor in it, but not much. And when people were laughing, like sometimes they'd laugh when they were supposed to, but for the most part, they were laughing when they weren't supposed to. Yeah. And I think it was either it was a combination of two things because I feel settled. Well, yeah, like some some people <laughs> laugh through unsettling feelings yeah. because they don't know how to process them, mm-hmm. and also just because when you see a movie, a horror film opening weekend, you're gonna have all these assholes who walk in being like, "Well, I'm not gonna be scared by this," and they will do anything they can to diffuse the situation and refuse to kind of like let it sink in. Yeah, and so they'll do anything they can to be like, "That was that was that was stupid. That was funny, right?" <laughs> like they just are desperately <laughs> trying to deflect any impact the movie could have it's yeah. infuriating yeah um despite that oh my god i loved it and like and the coolest thing is and i i didn't put this together myself i read a review later that i thought was really kind of interesting and, and perceptive and that it was saying that like the movie is horrifying and it, it is it's weird it doesn't it doesn't use a lot of the trappings of a normal horror film i felt like there was something odd about it it's ominous but it doesn't feel like a horror film it doesn't feel as oppressive as a horror film for some reason to me and i think it has to do with the daytime quality uh-huh. almost the entire movie's during daytime uh-huh. and the reviewer that i read said like if anything the horror and like the graphic qualities and just kind of the general sense of like malaise that the movie kind of creates is so much harder to shake because it's in the daytime and it, it is interesting. Like bad things only happen at night, right? Right. And yeah, it's like when you see a daytime, like yeah, at least in, even if you see a movie at night and it scares you, like well, yeah, when the sun comes up, you're not going to be thinking about it that much anymore because the sun's up and it's a different kind of world. But like, it's weird to think about a movie that takes place at daytime and shows horrible things. Like it just burns into your brain and you can't shake it. It's kind yeah, of amazing. It's, it's kind of like Candyman, where you think she's safe because it's daytime, but she's actually not safe at all. Seriously, actually, Oh yeah, that's a movie where a lot of the bad shit happens yeah. during the day. It's unexpected because, wait, it's daytime. You're supposed to be safe. No, Seriously, they don't come out ain't. during the day. They only come out at night. Right. Yeah. <laughs> False. False. Um, no, but yeah, Midsummer, I liked. I liked Hereditary a lot. I liked Midsummer more. Okay. Like, well, I liked Hereditary, so I'm very excited for Midsommar. Yeah, I'm curious what you think. I don't want to oversell it, um, but yeah, it's a thing where I I was really, I was very surprised, and because um, I thought I'd like it, but I didn't think I'd like it this much. Yeah. So hmm. super neat. Cool. Anyway, so what have, what have you been watching? Um, you know what? Not a lot. I am caught up with Big Little Lies. Oh, which I'm not even. I've watched and season one. I yet. love this season. I know it's getting like mixed reviews, but I think. Everything is just great. I think Todd's so, really liking it. Yeah, and Meryl Streep is such a C U N 
a see you next. She's a see you next Tuesday. Yes, she's a see you next Tuesday. And um, Nicole Kidman, God, I love her. She should have her own holiday. <laughs> yeah, she should. And uh, yeah. Oh, and Reese Witherspoon is literally Elle Woods. Oh, As really? we know from the first season, she's basically What's... replaying her role, but an older version. I haven't seen season one. I've never started it. You'll love it. I know. I've heard it's great. Nuts. I've heard it's great. I wanted yeah. to read the book, but let's be honest, it's never going to happen. Well, you can still watch the show. And so I know I you like watch. to binge, so. I do. And you still need to watch Gentleman Jack. I do. You do. I've been so behind. And I heard that there's this new show on HBO called Years and Years, I think. Um, is it new? Oh, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh-huh. It's a BBC show, yeah. I think, that HBO is kind of bringing to America. And yeah. from what I hear, it's super stressful. Like, I've heard it's more Black Mirror than Black Mirror has been recently. Really? Because that, I but, do want to see years and years. Because, yeah, I don't think we were talking about, like, I finished Black Mirror, which I think we talked we about talked last about week. We talked about it. Yeah. yeah. Like, two weeks ago. Yeah. So I'm kind of looking forward to seeing something that feels more akin to what I want from that show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And it's Emma Thompson, I think. Right. She plays like a candidate, presidential candidate. I or think something. so, or a politician of some politician, sort. Yeah. I believe. I, I really That's don't know right. a lot about it. I did read the synopsis and I was like, oh, I do want to see this. Okay, yeah. Now I'm caught up. Yeah. Nice. The, the name Years and Years just seems like the Wonder Years to me. Uh, to me, I was thinking of um, there's another. Uh, there's, a, there's a recent show that HBO there's one got. That, that they're bringing back. Oh, I was thinking Here Now. No, Here and Now. Is that? No. What's the show that they're bringing back? It's with the like Chicano family, and I think um, one day at a time. One day at a time. See, I'm all over the place. One day at a time, <laughs> year after year, same thing. So yeah, nice. Um, yeah, uh, and uh, Big Little Lies, and then I watched because I was just needing to watch it. The Sword in the Stone, the Disney one. Oh, I love that movie Merlin so is much. Hilarious. That movie is like 72 minutes long. It's it's kind of funny. It's like barely over an hour. You know what though? They hit every mark. It's so good. And when they turn into squirrels and that big that big squirrel loves on Merlin, I was cracking up. Was it like <laughs> seeing that movie as an adult? Like Merlin, Archimedes, mm-hmm. or, and um even um Oh my god, I can't think of her name. The one who turns into a purple dragon. Yeah, Madam M, the magnificent, marvelous, mad mad, Madam Mim. Um, oh, I hope somebody's sick, and I hope it's awful. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope it's. Oh, I hope it's serious. I hope it's serious. Yes. Um, uh, the, all three of them are actually really funny, and more for adults, I think, than they are for kids. Like Archimedes is really great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I, as a kid, I think I remember thinking him almost as a villain. You he, know, because he's, he's such he's, a vocal. Yeah. Like he's such a curmudgeon. A curmudgeon. And like, yeah, I love that. Like. That I, Archimedes is so funny. Like, I really, I think he might be, like, my favorite character in that movie at this point. I love it when they go, dash it all. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's a great one. It is funny. Watching Kay eat chicken or turkey, though, really makes me want cartoon drumsticks. Oh, I know. Because like, it just melts off that bone. Yeah, there's something in the way, like, the meat and skin comes off of a cartoon drumstick that just looks so delicious I, and amazing. Trust me. You know what? Even when the penguin ate that fish and <laughs> Batman Returns, I was like, I want to eat my long <laughs> I'll eat a silver, fish. just like that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Nice. Uh, yeah. What have you been playing, Rob? Well, because we were traveling, I was using my Switch a bit. Yes. And I really wanted to start a bunch of new games because I just got Mario Maker and uh, Wasteland 2 and there's a bunch of games to the Switch I just recently bought. And... Yeah. um. 
Instead, I played Dead Cells because Dead Cells, interesting. Like it's so good. Like that game is just so. It, there's something about it. Everything about it just clicks. And you know, it's and you never know if your playthrough is going to be ten minutes or an hour. Like you might die super fast if you just get kind of bad stuff because you know it's a roguelike. So every time you die, you come back. The world is randomized. Like the level design has been changed, and um, depending on what items you get, your game, your playthrough can either be like super great or really hard. Yeah. Um, depending on if you get you know turrets or bombs or whatever like your power ups are. Um. Really like Dead Cells, though. I got to the last boss again, the Hand of the King, who killed me nearly instantly again. I, it's a game where I've gotten to the last boss twice, and he's beaten me both times, and when you die, you start over. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's kind of nice. I don't know. By the time I got to him again, it was like, or, you know, when I got to him uh, while I was traveling, it was like 45 minutes in. You did this on your Switch? Mm-hmm. In the car? Plane. Oh, on the plane. Yeah. Or laying in bed or sitting on the couch, like just kind of lay, lazy. I about. can't imagine playing on such a small screen. It oh my god, my mind. I never. I had a Game Boy. I never played it. I uh, I don't play anything on my phone. I just find it cumbersome. Like the the Switch is so nice though, just because it like it's weird and it's not about screen size. I guess it's more about the quality of game because I feel like handheld games felt like handheld games. Yeah. They always feel like smaller experiences, and because of the screen size, actually, like, the sprite sizes need to be massive. Because remember, like, what was it? Like, Metroid 2, the original Return of Samus. Uh-huh. Like, that game, you couldn't see the world, because Samus was so big. Yeah. And it drove me crazy, and I hated it. I hated that game. <laughs> and so at least, like, for the 3DS, they were able to kind of, like, fix it and fix the proportion of everything. Yeah. The Switch, I feel, because it has a larger screen, and because the games for it are, like, they're console games. Like, yeah. there's something weird about console games as a handheld but it's it works well i might be joining you because apparently steven bought cuphead which he just told me before i left here and so now that we have cuphead i am going to learn to turn on a switch for the very first time seriously turning on a switch is very easy it's like flipping a switch don't flip it for real though okay don't 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 flip it (laughs) okay no 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 it's it's very it's breakable okay um but yeah that and then at home I've been playing um, Judgment, that sort of spin-off game from uh, the Yakuza series. Okay. Um, it's very Japanese. Um, and fun fact, the lead voice for the American dub uh, voiceover uh, is the guy who was my voice actor for the Watch Dogs 3 trailer. What? It's kind of fun. Uh, but yeah, like uh, the movie, the game is great, actually. I'm on chapter 8 of 12 right now. Um, it plays like L.A. Noir if I actually had fun playing L.A. Noir. Like it yeah. has the sort of crime and like, you know, cases and a little bit of investigation and some, you know, some interviews and stuff. But also the combat's pretty reasonable. And I like the little parcel of, of Japanese city that you're in. Like you, there's no driving. It's just you run from place to place or take a cab. Um, but I'm really enjoying it. It's kind of odd. It's it's very much like a the combat is like pretty frequent, but it's never super challenging. Occasionally there'll be like one guy who's really hard. Mm-hmm. But like for it having such frequent combat, the combat's also usually over within like 15-20 seconds. Ah. If you know what to do, which my solution always is to grab a bicycle and beat them to death with it. Oh, that's a good solution. That or a traffic cone. That sounds like an L.A. solution. <laughs> yeah, but like there are bikes everywhere. Yeah. So you just grab them and hit people with them. Yeah. It'd be like killing someone with a bird scooter. Ooh, and or, I've wanted to so badly. Yeah, or incapacitating them. My guy doesn't kill people, I suppose. He's like Batman. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been doing that. And then I finished game number 13 for the year, which was uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, The Fate of Atlantis Part 2. Um, and then, um, yeah, so that was my 13th finished game of the year. Congratulations, Rob. Thank you. That's all I've been playing. How's you... about you? Um, yeah, no, I haven't played much. I finished my placement for season 17 of Overwatch. How did it go? Mm, it did. I would. I keep climbing, but like I said before, if you're already in, which I was in silver, it's hard to climb out of it. Mm. Um, I'm almost gold though now again, but it's just, it's grueling. Um, and Steve, Stephen also placed, and he placed mid silver somewhere, like 1700s. I'm in the 1900s. And um, I oh, I play this old <laughs> arcade game called Carnival, <laughs> which is one of those shooter-ups like House of the Dead style. It's, it's from the makers of Area 51, though, or something, you right? Know what the, is it one of those Atari Yeah, ones? it's old, but it was actually pretty inventive. Yeah. Considering how old and how bad it looked, I was like, all right, they've really thought this out. <laughs> the characters are cool. They do weird things when you shoot them. They come out of weird areas. They do they all have like different animations, which I was like pretty surprised at. So uh, you know what? It actually was entertaining for the entire because I beat the game uh, while I was there. So yeah, I love being an adult. Like you actually <laughs> finish arcade games, right? Like as a kid, I never finished any arcade no, games. It's too difficult. As an adult, oh yeah, I have quarters. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, let's play through this game now. Yeah, who doesn't have quarters? Well, and they're not that long. Like really, if you think about like X Men, is like what four levels, something like that. It's not many. Uh, it's like. Is it six? Oh, really? Is that many? The Simpsons game oh, is also no. way shorter than I always think it's going to be. But, you know, arcades. Arcades. Such magic. I just remember there's a lot of bosses. So maybe there's like mid-level bosses. Mm. Um, and, uh, I, okay, so I have a friend who really wanted... Oh, Ed. My, uh, my Florida husband. <laughs> as he likes to be called. Um, does he like that? He does like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, he wanted me to play Battlefront 2 with him so badly. They just updated the whole game and Anakin's in it. And they just started doing this new thing. Their their newest thing to save the, the, the game is to be able to spawn on the field with your friends when you die. So you oh. can choose a friend or a teammate to spawn on. So you don't have to start from the fucking default location every time. Which is great. But the game is still fucking yeah. broke. Didn't save, didn't fix everything. <laughs> no. I did get to play Darth Maul for a hot minute. Did I was awful. Hmm. I, I yeah. I was you get to play as Granny though? I didn't get to play as Granny because people already took him. Lame. And I was so mad. <laughs> and um, I love Granny. <laughs> I love Grammy. Grammy. <laughs> granny Palpatine. Well, I did just do Grammy submissions this last oh, did week. You? Did yeah. You? Wow. Yeah, I still do Grammy submissions for my uh, my old boss for her record label. Oh, wow. All right. Well, BF2 still sucks. And the to cap it off, I ordered an Elgato capture device. Yeah. So I could spiff up my stream and actually maybe make some money off of it. Nice. And um, do it the right way this time. I've been doing it the wrong way for so long. I felt like I at least owe it. Effort and a chance to do it the right way. Well, I wish I had known I would have just loaned you mine. You motherfucker. Really? Yeah, I have one. Have you ever used it? Mm-hmm. Did you used to stream with it? No. 
What did I mean, you use it well, for? I tested a stream like with you. I thought briefly where I played Onimusha for a quick second um, through my PS2 through my computer. Oh, that was a test. Did not work well. Of it, it was fine. There's a weird delay, and I had to figure out which screen to watch, and that was fine. But like, I, I'm not. I don't prioritize streaming, and also even then, if I did stream, I'd be that guy who sits with a camera on me in icy silence because that's how I play games. Yeah, like I sit in silence. Because you want to pay attention to the game. Yeah, You're well, not there to entertain people. Well, I play a lot of narrative-based games, so a yeah. lot of my stuff has a lot of talking. And when I watch a stream that's very narrative-focused, I don't want people talking over it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just don't want to be that guy. I talk enough anyway. I hear you. Is it the HD60? Let me see. Oh, God. It's right here. I'm like, should I return mine? <laughs> uh, it's that one up there. Yeah, it the looks like... HD. It's not the HD60. Mine's the HD60. Mine's like a step down from like... Oh. Well, I'll see how this goes, and if I hate it, I'll just steal yours. <laughs> um, yeah, because actually, the most recent time I've used my capture box was to record some commercials off of my DVR before uh, we cut the cord. Ooh. Because like, I had an Assassin's Creed trailer during like an episode of The Simpsons and like from years ago that I made, um, and I had like... Uh, Todd and I, we had our Modern Family commercial that played during an episode of Modern Family. So, like, we had all these, like, old, like, years old episodes of shows saved on our DVR. And mm-hmm. when we cut the cord, it was like, well, we have to send this thing back. And so the first thing I did, I was like, well, I have to hook this up. So I hooked it up and recorded those to my computer. So I have those video uh, clips. I see. Okay. That was, like, the logic behind it. Because, yeah, I, I realized I, I never use that thing for streaming. Well, Rob... Is it time for you to learn something? Or do uh, you have more stuff to talk about? There's a little bit more. Oh, keep going. I thought you were no, finished. No, really fast. Um, yes, so, PS Plus for the month. Oh. There's a racing game that I forgot what it's called. Ridge Racer. No, it's oh. one I hadn't heard of before. Um, it's like three words. Um, the Ridge Racer. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, but, like, uh, the other thing, though, was Pro-, Pro Evolution Soccer 2019 was supposed to be one of the offerings, which is the Konami-based, uh, or fun. Konami-made soccer game. That was actually delisted as the free game, and it was replaced with Detroit Become Human. What? And it's like the good version. It comes with like the two wallpapers, then it comes with the digital soundtrack, and it comes with Heavy Rain for the PS4. Oh my gosh. So Detroit Become Human and Heavy Rain free. For free. If you are a PlayStation Plus member, what are you doing? Go get it. Go get it. Right now. <laughs> like I own that game on disc and I bought the or I purchased in the Laquoti fingers the digital version for free yeah. because why wouldn't I? And now I'll give it back to you so I can play my own. Yeah, and then just buy it at home. <laughs> and you can play Heavy Rain finally. Yeah. Um and then on uh Xbox for Games with Gold, uh very good month for uh gold members. Um they uh the free games this month are inside that indie game that nice. I love. Yeah. And uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Shut the front door. Yeah. I love that game. For free. You get to play as my favorite Alucard. Isn't that game in the is that game in the Castlevania anthology? Yes. Oh. Um, no, because it's in the other one, the Bordello of Blood or the whatever blood. The... Oh, yeah. The Dracula or uh, Castlevania anthology. No, that that's the one I just said. Castlevania the rec not is it requiem requiem yeah, yeah is that it? it yeah because that's dracula x and symphony of the night or oh, rondo of blood rondo of blood that's why i kept saying bordello well, of blood rondo of blood i believe is a remake of dracula x oh from japan gotcha 
Good to know. I could be mistaken. I am not an expert in Castlevania. I did read a book about it. Oh, I wish Symphony of the Night was on PS4. Let's in that collection on PS4. You could get that. It's yeah, I know that's true. It's such a good game. I, I think that's on sale right now too, because I think they're having a retro sale right now of any sort of like older game. Really? And I I think that is marked down. Wow. I could be wrong, I'll have but to check it out. Yeah, I'll have to look that up for you, and I'll just tell you later. Yeah, that sounds good. But for now, it is now time to learn. <gasps> well, it's time for the word of the week, Rob. It is. And do you know what time that means? It's time for the word of the week, Rob. And do you know what time that means? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> The word Are we trapped of- <laughs> in a time loop? <laughs> the word of the week is caducity. Caducity. Well, God, I used to know what, like, I think caducious. I think I used to know what that meant. So caducity, it would be, um, I mean, caducity is a noun. Yes. And it is the ability or quality of a person. Con- caducity. Conducive. <laughs> can you do city? Uh, I can do city. Can you? <laughs> is, is it like the ability in which something can be done? Uh, not quite. Yeah, I had no idea. But I like that. <laughs> I, I like that way of thinking. Uh, frailty or transitoriness. All right, then. I did not know that. As in the conducity of life. All right, then. Good to know. Yeah. Well, uh, don't don't sleep on this because, you know, the conducity of this price is real <laughs> i like that <laughs> um so castlevania requiem symphony of the night and rondo of blood normally 20 dollars, is currently on sale for 11.99 whoa um and that price is available until now the 23rd of this month Ooh. so you have two weeks to save eight dollars or 40 percent off of that price now i have a question did they um, change the size of it to HD or to like 1080? Or? I believe it is pillar boxed. So I think it uh, is still square. So it's still square. Okay. I mean, it still works. Still well, good. I mean, that's what yeah. the game was It was original. built in. Yeah. Um, I'm sure the sides look very beautiful. Well, you, I think you can have nothing or you can have like a decorative, mm-hmm. you know, pillar. I hope it's full frontal a la carte on either side. <laughs> I can guarantee you that is not the case. Oh, damn it. Okay, there would have right. been articles written about that. People <laughs> be like, dude, Alucard's dick's on the side of the screen at all times. I can't focus on the you game. You know how many copies they would sell? Hell, I bought, the, <laughs> I bought the Batman comic where they showed his dick. Right? I don't even buy Batman comics. <laughs> I don't even know who Batman is. I didn't even buy the second book in that series. I, I considered it, but I didn't. There's no point. No, there's, there's, there's no dick. There's no dick, there's no point. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> All right. Well, is it time for the, the final the frontier? Tip. It's time for just the tip. That's oh. our new segment. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is time for the final frontier. I mostly just wanted you to do the jingle, um, even though there is nothing of note in the oh. final frontier this week. But on the you know sort of pivoting of just what stupid shit is Rob buying now. Yes. Um, so... I meant. To, I don't think I talked about this at e, uh, with our E three wrap up, just because we were covering like you know six or seven weeks worth of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, limited run games, do you, like we talked about them, right? Mm-hmm. They do you know limited run pressings of games that would be normally only digital. Um, they've they announced a massive amount of games that they're releasing. Oh, which they're selling a lot. Then I'm super excited about what they what they're up to because I like their shit anyway. They're the ones that did the physical version of Night Trap that I right. bought. Yes. 
which yes. you know, I mean, it's available digitally, but I wanted like the the disc because it looks like a Sega CD box, mm-hmm. super cool. So, um, just recently they announced um open pre-orders on Corpse Killer, the old like 3DO, uh, FMV title, which I totally bought. Because uh, I actually never played it on 3DO or Sega CD, but I wanted to. And so now it's been redone in HD for PS4. So I bought that. And also Transistor from the makers of Bastion, which I fucking loved. I was hoping you'd say Phantasmagoria. Oh, I wish. And I'm... The Beast Within. Well, I have Phantasmagoria through good old games. It cost me like four bucks. Oh, it's from Steam? Good old games. Oh. com. Oh, okay. It's a game marketplace that's owned by cd project red shut the door and love them actually you might really like that website um because they sell like retro pc games that run on modern operating systems so you can get the complete gabriel knight series you can get both phantasmagorias you can get all the leisure suit larry's your space quests your king's quests it's called good old games or gog.com gog um and like yeah they have just all these like older games plus they have new stuff too like they they already have pre-orders going for cyberpunk because it's their game yeah it's their game um and so they do some new stuff too but like or i think they do most new stuff the nice thing is all their games are drm free so you don't have to be like you know signed in to play them they're just there um i really like good old games especially because i love fucking retro pc games i love them so much yeah i do too especially you know they're doing stuff so they run on our machines which is good yeah um, and now that I have 30 gigs free on my computer, I can maybe play something. There you go. <laughs> Which, it's a bummer. I think Phantasmagoria is only available on PC. Uh, I think. Rubbish. I could be wrong. I um, found my original discs for Phantasmagoria. All seven of them? Uh-huh. Because, yeah, I'm not sure if I use the PC side or the Mac side of my laptop for Phantasmagoria. I think I'd use the PC side for Gabriel Knight 2. Ugh. Because the Beast Within is like my favorite. Stop talking. You're starting to depress me. Sorry. All right. Well, I'm glad you stopped. Are you finished? Oh, no. There was one last thing. Okay, go. Uh, On the stupid (laughs) shit that I want to buy front. Um, So I have not bought this yet, but I really want to. There's a retro gaming machine called the Polymega. Have you heard about this one? Yes. With all the multiple different consoles in it. Yeah. So um, it's super neat in that it is a... um, it's a three hundred dollar machine. When you buy it, it comes with like a controller and like, uh, and it, it has a disc drive. And out the box, that thing can play PS One, Neo Geo CD, Sega CD, Saturn. I think that's it. Dreamcast? No Dreamcast. Oh. So you can do those four uh, in HDMI output, like minimal lag. Like, and then the coolest thing is when you put a game in, it actually copies it to like the system hard drive. So it doesn't have to spin up the disc every time and it doesn't have to like, and load times are way faster. So that's super neat. But, and that's already well and good because I actually never had a Sega CD and I really want to play some Sega CD. You want to play that? Wait, was the Legend of Zelda one on Sega CD? That's CDI. Oh, CDI. Um, which is fine. If, Lord help me if they ever add CDI to that thing, because I will play all sorts of shit that I never would have played otherwise. Right. Um, oh, that download finished and it's starting the game. It's starting without you, Rob. Weird. Um, anyway, so, uh, but like they sell these things called modules, which are basically like, um, oh, Jesus, <laughs> do you need to move your car? No, that was to move it earlier, but oh, okay. I moved it to come here. Got it. <laughs> scared the Sorry, that alarm was a lot. Um, 
So anyway, they sell these modules for 60 bucks each. So the system's 300 and they sell these $60 expansions. And what happens is like the top part of the console, I think comes off. Yeah. And you put this module on and that module has like a cartridge slot. Right. I, and, I saw this. Yeah. yeah. And those come mm-hmm. with a controller as well. So you get the module and a controller. And um, for 60 bucks, you can get a Super Nintendo or for 60 bucks, Genesis or TurboGrafx-16. Those are the three expansions they've made thus far. And so for like 420 bucks, you can get the console that plays those four CD systems I mentioned, Super Nintendo and Genesis, region-free, creates a digital library. Um, it seems really promising. I, I don't know. I'm really curious. I've seen a couple of hands-on videos, even Digital Foundry, who are like, you know, such pixel counter monsters. Mm-hmm. They were like, no, it's pretty cool. And I was like, it's expensive, and I don't really want to spend the money, but it would actually be kind of amazing to have, like, especially a console that makes digital imprints of yeah. my cartridges, so I like to put them in once, and then I can just kind of mess around and play them all from one machine. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, I'm on board. Anyway, that's the thing I'm eyeing right now, because um, pre-orders are open on their website, and I think it ships in August. How is that part of the Vinyl Frontier? It's just, no, the Vinyl Frontier slash what stupid shit is Rob buying? Oh, Okay. <laughs> I was, like, Wait, no, I was saying we pivot to like what stupid like, shit is Rob. We go to news and I didn't even realize. No, that. <laughs> I just want to talk about that because that was neat. Ah, uh, cute. No, I love it. Yeah, no, I will probably not purchase it. But if you purchase it, I will play games with you. Okay. How's that sound? That works for me. Okay. So, um, uh, so are you glad I stopped? Mm, I'm not because <laughs> you could just run me over. There's nothing. There's nothing. I finished reading. Time of Contempt, which was one of the Witcher books, and now during I'm, an earthquake, right? Well, now I'm rereading The Last Wish, which is the first one, which is what the this Netflix series. I love that you're rereading books you've already read instead of like I don't know, playing Detroit. Well, I have other <laughs> books that I'm reading at the same time. Oh, okay. I was like, this isn't the only book. Okay, because I was like, you crazy? Yeah, you no. just finished reading that series. I'm reading um, uh, Tristan LeBlanc. Uh, Tyrant, no, Tyrant LeBlanc, which is an old Arthurian legend mm. written a long, long time ago. Nerd! Nerd! And, um, yeah. And then I have this other book called Avalon. Not the Mists of Avalon, but just Avalon that I've been meaning to sink my teeth into. Don't, I don't eat it. It's not what you do with books. It's so juicy, Rob. It's so juicy. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then. Okay, so uh, yeah, no, we can't keep going. All right then. Um, news. Do you have news? Uh, I do. The Witcher series. Let's start with that. Okay. The promotional material, at least the first art, has been launched. Where are you at with that? I was curious. That was on my list to ask you about. I am actually all about it. I knew yeah. it's going to look. I just already had it pictured in my head that it's going to look like this, and I am mad at it. Okay. Um. I know a lot of people are mad that Yennefer is not the beauty, I guess, she is in the video game. But she really isn't the beauty that they make her out to be in the video game, in the books. Mm. She's, I mean, she's not as, yeah, she's not that kind of pin kind of girl. Mm. So, which, so I'm fine with everything I'm seeing. And I knew it wasn't going to be as sexualized as the video game. I knew it, because they can't do that, because people would wring their necks. Oh, come on. (laughs) 
So, I mean, I'm it's still going to have tons of sex, I'm sure about that part. Tons of monsters, the whole bit. But I knew, I already knew from the beginning that it's not going to sexualize the sorceresses as much as they are in the game. At least their their looks. So, but I'm fine with it. I, I Jennifer looks fine to me. I know everybody's like, well, what the fuck? I'm like, well, she's, she looks like she has magic. So what else do you want? <laughs> uh, Henry Cavill. Oh my God. I want to squeeze his Superman butt. He is so fine as Geralt. I just want to jump in that hot tub with him and just do magical things to him. <laughs> I, I don't know where you're going with this, but it's okay. I mean, we've all been there with Henry Cavill. Yeah. And with Geralt. Less so with him, but that's okay. And with Geralt. <laughs> all right, then. And, um, yeah, and Siri, I didn't even realize it was Siri at first because she looks so elfish. Which they do describe her as looking elfish in the book, but she's just a little older than I expected her to be. But I guess she's she does grow up in the first book, so we'll see. Uh, yeah, so that that's my thought. What are your thoughts? Um, it does look hokey, but I also don't have that much of an attachment to the yeah. book or the or the books or the game like you do. Um. I do like Henry Cavill and I think he'll be fine, but like it is, there was an article that kind of summed up how I feel about that and how I pre- I figured I would feel. It's like, yep, the worst looking thing in the Witcher series is him. Like, which, you think so? well, I don't really care about the other characters that much. So like the only character I can really judge is that, I don't know, yeah. like his costume and wig and just are not, they're not killing it for me, but uh. it doesn't really matter. Like, I'm sure the content of the show will actually be fine. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it might be the worst show ever, but I'll still eat it up. Well, and, like, these are still frames. Like, these are still frames for promotional content. I really just don't. Like, I can't get super judgy. I don't want to be that guy who's, you know, claiming that my childhood was ruined or, you know, upset that The Little Mermaid is black now. Like, I, I can't yeah. be that guy. Keith um, was like... I can't get behind Jennifer's coat because it looks like I could sew it myself. I was like, you fucking bitch. (laughs) I said, then why don't you sew me one right now? Yeah, then get on that. Get on it because she needs to do some cosplay. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Um, Your turn. Um, So, Nintendo Switch Online, their sort of Netflix kind of thing of like, if you are an online Switch member, you get like access to 30 odd old nintendo games is getting a rewind uh sort of button like a rewind system similar to what their um their snes classic had so i'm really excited about that i think it'll be cool for especially for 8-bit yeah difficult cool. old school nintendo games like yeah. give me a rewind like button. mega man yeah right fuck that shit um also, uh, this is a little rando or thing. I haven't seen a price yet on it, but AT&T and Warner finally announced uh, their streaming platform. Oh. It's called HBO Max, um, and it's going to have quite a bit of content on it. But um, they're actually – that's where Friends is going to go when it leaves Netflix next year. I don't watch Friends. Nor do I, but it is a thing where, like, Netflix paid gobs of money to keep all 230 episodes or whatever of Friends on Netflix and um so I think a lot of people are like where is it gonna go there's your answer also it's gonna be a place where like a lot of HBO stuff is stored for streaming and um they're getting uh I think they're getting some other show that's like I mean they're getting quite a a handful of content because it's AT&T and Warner so like a lot of their stuff can go there when you know Disney takes all their stuff Warner Brothers can take all their stuff yeah so 
don't know. We'll see. We'll see how soon we're all going to have so many fucking streaming services. We all, we all may as well just have cable again. Yeah. No, seriously. Well, I'm going to stick to the basics. I don't need all that. I'm not that girl. Maybe Disney. If they, if they bring it, I might get the Disney one. But I will be getting Disney Plus just because The Simpsons. Yeah. Well, it's, for me, they haven't brought it yet, so we'll see. Yeah. Um. Uh, Netflix is going to bring Cuphead to life in a new animated series. That was next on my list. Yay! Super exciting. Um. So now I get to play it, and I can watch it, just there you go. like The Witcher. Soon comes the cereal <laughs> and the bed sheets. Can you imagine if they did it in a completely different animation style? I would die. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, John at work today was just like, how are they going to make it look like? I was like, they, they can make it look at the game. It'll be fine. He's like, but what if they, like, he was very worried for it's a minute. Gonna it was going anime. to be bad. It's going to be anime. Oh, my God. It's going to be She-Ra style. I was going to say, it's going to be She-Ra style. Yeah. Like, it was going to She-Ra it, which I know, like, you love that style, but, like, you know. I don't love it, but I love Or you love the content. The show. And after you watch it, you get so used to it, you're like, oh, I actually do like it. <laughs> Before, when I first thought, I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, nope.com. Yeah. Um, well, uh, this is funny because I, I have it on my list, even though it really shouldn't probably be because I don't really think it. I, I have no opinion about it. The trailer for the live action Mulan dropped. Oh, yes. Did you watch that? It was cute. Was it? Okay, because I didn't watch the trailer. It's, yeah, it's. Okay, to me, it's if you took the cartoon and you meshed it with House of Flying Daggers, Dragons, Daggers, oh, Daggers. That could be good. Whatever that movie's called. Yeah, House of Flying Daggers. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm all about that life. That sounds super cool, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and, like, yeah, the um, another co- friend and coworker, uh, Kelsey, has very big feelings about what they've done with Mulan. The fact that it's not a musical... Uh, that they got rid of one of her favorite characters from the animated movie. Which one? Uh, I want to say B.D. Wong. Oh. Like, there won't be... I mean, uh, there's no singing, so there won't be, I'm going to make a man out of you. But, like, the guy who sings that, whose name I don't know, but he's voiced by B.D. Wong. Like, I think he's not in it. At all. That's interesting. So she has no love interest? I don't know. I've, I haven't... I, I don't know that much. Is Mushu her love interest? I think Mushu's not in it. Well, you saw the trailer, wanted, right? They want it more like, yeah. In, what did you see a dragon in it? I mean, they're saving it. Is that what is that what the movie's about? I didn't see a dragon. Yeah. Oh, they're saving it for the movie. Yeah. God, they, like they're, they have to save a dragon. I was like, that's a weird plot. Um, no, <laughs> oh, I see where you're going. Yeah, like I, it's weird. It's like it does for for how much Beauty and the Beast, The Lion King, and Aladdin were going for like a shot for shot kind of remake at times. Yeah. It's interesting that Mulan is taking such a departure. I think it's great. I think it's for the best because, like, that's actually a good thing. Because these shot-for-shot remakes or, like, just live-action adaptations of an animated movie does the point? nothing for me. I saw 10 minutes of Beauty and the Beast, and I fucking hated it. Oh, I like it. Beauty and the Beast because I just love her so much. Well, it's like, I, I actually walked in during, like, the last maybe 10, 15 minutes of it, and I was amazed how bad it looked. Like, it looked cheap. Yeah, it looks like a stage performance. I know. I was just, but like, I know. <laughs> it's Disney. Like, they're supposed to be doing these big, like, they make Star Wars and Marvel movies. How is it that a showdown on a rooftop on a castle could look so bad? 
I'd have to rewatch it. You know, I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, and the thing is, and it's fine. I'm willing to recognize I'm not their audience. I'm just not. Yeah. Like I think down in the down the line, like when Todd and I started seeing more and more content get released for Aladdin, we were like, oh, this doesn't look very good. And then eventually, we both kind of realized, wait a minute, hold on. We don't have to see it. No. It's not like this is a law that yeah. we have to sit through this thing. And so we didn't see it. I didn't see it. And um, Lion King, I don't care. I will watch but Lion King. We will That was see my it. favorite. Well, and that's like Todd's favorite. And, you know, he has to see it because Beyonce's in it. It's like a law. Um, <laughs> I honestly. And we have the same birthday. You and Beyonce? Yeah. That's we were born fun. on the exact same day. That's fun. 1981, September. Yeah. I am not necessarily a big fan of Lion King. Um, but I do like the cast for the new one. I'm curious. It looks nice. It looks beautiful, but I just don't think I care, but whatever. I'll see it. It's important to Todd. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it'll be great. It looks literally like the cartoon, which I'm like, I might as well just watch the cartoon because I love it so much, but whatever. If the jungle book people did it, I'm sure it's great. When if like, I know that there's a, a song that they have obscured. From the soundtrack listing. Oh, and they added Shadowland from the... Did they? Okay, good. Yeah. Because, like, I knew they released the track list of the soundtrack. Uh-huh. And I think there's a new song in there written by, I think, Elton John and Alan Menken or Tim Rice mm-hmm. or whatever. I think they got another song for another them. Another one, I don't know. For the movie. Okay. Like, a new one. Sweet. Because if they don't get a new song, they won't What's be nominated for an Oscar. Gotcha. So, you need a new song. Like, if you're doing a musical, you have to add a new song for the movie. Um, but, like... I've I've actually seen the the not Broadway I saw it in L.A. but I saw you know the Broadway musical of The Lion King mm-hmm. and I remember Shadowlands absolutely flooring me like so good. that song is the best song in the show mm-hmm. and because yeah as someone who's not a big fan of Lion King and honestly like the only song I really liked out of the Lion King was Be Prepared I love the a villain song only song it's the only song from the original animated feature that I actually liked you didn't feel the love tonight did you I Rob? did not. <laughs> They a- they kept asking me, and my answer you, was always no. You could wait to be king, couldn't you, Rob? Oh, I could. <laughs> I have lots of worries. I have all of the worries. Hakuna Notata. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, uh, yeah, I, don't know, I like. By, I remember thinking if if they don't have Beyonce sing Shadowlands, they're missing a massive opportunity. Because that song, like... I didn't see the official list. If they I add that... I did hear that, that they were adding it. Well, if it is being added, we are in for a treat, I imagine. Yes. Because that song, so. like, anyone who can sing it, I imagine that song is just amazing. But, like, Beyonce will probably absolutely just kill it for everyone else. Yeah. Much like she did Coachella. Like, cool. She did it. She dominated. And no one will compare. She has ruined it for everyone. Thanks, Beyonce. Thanks, Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if you if if this song can bring joy to a heart like yours when it comes to the Lion King, then that's an accomplishment, right? Yeah. So it better be in that movie, that's or we're right. all in trouble. We're all in trouble. <laughs> uh oh. I'll get my weather machine. And what uh, if the new song's even better than Shadowland? Oh man, that'd be amazing. Yeah, I'm all for it. Who do you think would sing it? I hope it's not the Morning Report, which was a Zazu song they took out of the original. Oh, yeah. Oh, I hope they don't. That was bad. I don't know if I need to hear John Oliver sing. Yeah, no, me neither. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, uh, like, he has some spoken lines during Just Can't Wait to Be King. Yeah. But, like, don't think I need him. No. Um, well, did you hear? Like, I have a couple of, of, of news about periodicals that are now over. What's that, boo? Mad Magazine. Oh, is, it's done. It's done. Wow. Isn't that sad? I didn't know that. I mean, like, I can't think of the last time I bought an issue of Mad, so. But it's always been around. Yeah, it's kind of like a mainstay of, like, pop. Like American pop culture. It's like saying Playboy doesn't exist anymore. What? Well, Playboy tried oh. going PG thirteen by getting rid of the nude pictorials, uh, or pictorials, um, a couple years ago. Yeah, they did come to their senses and bring them back. But like, yeah, I mean, Playboy was not Playboy as we know it for a minute. Yeah, my girl Gina, she was in the last this last this last episode. What is it called? Issue. Issue. <laughs> I have issues. <laughs> um, yeah, she was in the last issue. That's so. cool. Yeah, so she's not an official Playboy girl. A playmate. A pl- thank you. <laughs> <laughs> issues. <laughs> Hashtag issues. Um, yeah, so Mad Magazine <laughs> is over. Also, The Walking Dead is over. Ooh, Did it's you hear about, about that? time. Nope. So the comic series just ended on like episode, issue 193 or something. Oh. And I guess, uh, was it Robert Kirkman? Is that the guy who writes it? Sure. I think, I think it's Robert Kirkman. I'd have to look through the notes. He, um... <laughs> He actually, even, like, so he didn't want people to know it was ending. And so they even had, like, uh, two stores. They had listed two subsequent issues that were going to be released afterward. Like, because it was not billed as the last issue. Oh. It was just issue 193. You And then, hey, stores, get ready to buy issue 194 and 195. They'll be on your shelves in a month or two. They tricked those bitches. Well, and then they were like, yep, 193 is actually the end. We just didn't want anyone to know it until it was out. And so the, wow. the the comic is done. So, but the show is still gone. Is it? Yeah, I, I think can't season. Even remember, I think season eight just ended, and wow. they finally wrote one major character off the show. The guy with the bat. I don't know about Negan, but um, like I think it's fairly well known at this point because we knew this like I think a season ago. Uh, Rick is no longer oh. on the show. He, oh, he, I think he did it. They did not kill him. Also. He's just not on the show anymore. He's like, bye. Yep. Peace. Yep. So um, that way they can have him. Maybe for this... he made it to the promised land. Well, that way they can keep around for the spinoff movies. Because I want to say AMC has already like been booked for like three like TV movies. Oh my god. Okay. The Walking Dead is a series that just keeps blowing up. It's crazy. Like it's everywhere. Who knew that zombies would last so long? Right. Well, it it is an interesting take on zombies, and it's very straightforward. Um, but yeah, I I did not think it would have the legs. Yeah. That it does. It do. But she do. All right. So what so else you got? we're going to get Bird Box, the sequel. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, uh, so, oh, this is, I thought this was cute to just mention. Yeah. So there is this, let me just pull it up. There, okay. So this article is called... The Punk Culver City Video Game Collective Making Games in a Weird Warehouse. And it's from the LAist.com. And so basically, it's this collective of nerds, like a group of them, who have made video games for larger studios, Mm -hmm. who have decided to come together in this warehouse and make their own indie games. Nice. To create a new kind of video game art. And so they call their their domain, I guess you could say, Glitch City. 
That's so fun. cute. And it says Glitch City is a collective of indie game artists and developers in Culver City. And apparently they're located right off of Robertson. And they're literally in a warehouse with lights streamed across the top of it. And I read the article and it's cool because these people are like, well, we want to make our own games. And we want to, a lot of them we're going to make on our own. Except it's good to have people who are also making games next to you who have different specialties. Mm, yeah. So if you can ask them, like, if you're not 100% sure about this, this person will probably know That's what cool. to do in this situation. So, well, there's um, going to be one person who, like, is, like, the only guy who knows, like, AI pathing, who's just going to be, like, bothered by everyone, probably. Like, there's, like, one guy who knows one thing that no one knows that I imagine it's, like, everyone's always at his desk. Or her desk. I'm sure. Well, this guy Esposito, he made um, Donut County. Ah! So. I love I don't know Donut if that County. Was part of the Glitch City era. That's still pretty cool, but though. But it's still his game, yeah. So it's a whole bunch. There's another one called Quadrilateral Cowboy that's been released. and I knew that. I've heard of that game. Yeah? Yeah. Um, Irrational Exuberance. Hmm. So there's a few of them. And so, yeah, and it's made right here in our backyard. Nice. Yeah. I, I want to go cool. tour that place. That sounds amazing. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't because this is what it looks like. <laughs> there she is. Glitch City. I would totally go there. That seems <laughs> neat. You're like, I look in the door and then that's the tour. <laughs> it looks like a giant dorm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, That's neat, though. That's I, I like that. It's a little bit of positivity. Yeah, it's cute. Well, I... Oh my god, all the rest of my news is actually happy news. Oh, good. I got rid of all the endings. I talked about Mad and Walking Dead already. Um, So, coming to HBO Max, the Warner and AT&T streaming service that I mentioned earlier. Yes. Gremlins is getting an animated prequel series. Shut up. Like... what kind of animated? Uh, well, I haven't. They haven't released any pictures uh. of its style yet. But it's an animated series. It is a prequel that takes place in 1920s Shanghai, and it is called Gremlins: Secrets of the Mogwai. Oh my god, I love it! I am so excited. Do you think they're following the like Dark Crystal steps? <laughs> well, I mean, Gizmo will be in it. Mogwai. So very excited. Mogwai. <laughs> <laughs> Like, as do you someone... think they'll have all the um, <laughs> the sequels, Gremlins in it? No, like Vegetable Gremlins. They, I doubt it. And they'd be breaking Smart time. Gremlins. It's in the twenties. But they're they could be any time. No, Electricity they... Gremlin. We literally saw how all of those were made, and they were all made in Clamp Tower <laughs> in the nineties. All of them. But I want them back. Yeah, like every single one of them. <laughs> But I want them back. Seriously, the oh, the brain gremlin is my favorite. I love him so much. Oh, you mean a smart gremlin? That, <laughs> remember that Keenan and Peel? Peel <laughs> yeah. <shit. laughs> oh, and Greta. I love Greta. So good. And I love that she has a name. It's so good. Oh, Greta. Gremlins Two is honestly like I think probably one of my favorite movies. It's so campy and hilarious. So campy, and I love like. <laughs> the style of the 90s or it was the late 80s i think it was early 90s i love that style it's so ugly it's my favorite (laughs) (laughs) it thought it was so edgy and hip and it was not it was not no but yet stranger things is making it hip again well that's 80s yeah stranger things weird learning curve there (laughs) stranger things literally takes place in 1984 oh okay i thought it was like 89 no this year it's 84 
Gotcha. Well, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I was oh, like, yeah, duh. I knew that. Yeah, 84 is the hot year. It's where, what, American Horror Story is taking place this season. Yeah. Stranger Things and Wonder Woman. Was Gremlins? Oh, yeah. Was Gremlins, what, 92? Probably. Gremlins 2 is, was 92, I think. Gremlins 1, I think, was 1985 or 84. Wow, that big of a difference. Huh? Okay. Yeah, Grem- Gremlins 1 is like, I want to say I was very young when Gremlins 1 came out. Like, very, very young. Like it's so scary. Oh, that movie is one of the reasons why we have the PG-13 rating. And now it's hilarious. Well, Gremlins 1 is still pretty scary. In the best way. Oh, no, it's amazing. I love it. Um, You're talking to a guy who, on the other side of that wall, so you can't see it right now, also not a visual medium. I do recognize that. I actually have a poster on the other side of that wall that uh, for the Pelts or Pet. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, like, I am a fan. Well, it's your show, then. I'm very excited. Very cool. So I got two more bits of news. Do you have any more? Uh, they cast Sub-Zero in the new Mortal Kombat film, which is going to come out in 2021, and you know who he is. Well, not really. I read a thing saying, hey, this guy was in the movie The Raid, which I do love that movie, but I did not recognize his face. Okay. But I have not seen The Raid in a long time, and he's not the lead in right. The Raid. What's his name? I forget. Oh, fuck if I know. I don't know his face. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. He's Indonesian. Newcomer Greg Russo. No, wait, that's not it. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't they say his name at the very beginning? If they say this is about who they cast as Sub-Zero. Oh, Joe Taslim? Sure. Yes, Joe Taslim. Okay, then. Yeah, that's it. Well, you should see The Raid. It's great. And all the listeners out there, if you like action movies, go see The Raid. Or not go see it. Rent it or watch it any way that you can. Todd and I had a really weird double date when we saw The Raid in theaters. Because, like, he wanted to go see a movie. So did I. He was like, I really want to go see that movie Bully about uh, about bullying in schools. And I was like, okay, I want to see a different movie. And he was like, what is it? And I was like, I'm just not going to tell you. As soon as Bully's over, I'll buy a ticket for the other one. He was like, okay. So he had no idea that after seeing a very touchy-feely documentary about bullying that we would go watch a subtitled movie about Indonesian people beating each other to death. Uh, it's such a great action movie. And you loved it. Oh, my God. I fucking Todd loved it. We, like, we saw The Raid 2 in theaters when it came out, which is even better than The Raid 1. Really? Yeah. Well, The Raid 1 is almost like, – did you see the movie Dread? Yes. Yeah, the Judge Dread movie with Lena Headey. Up Not in as the... good as the original, I thought. I never saw the original. Oh. But, like, the raid is a similar story to Dread in that oh. it's a single building. A drug lord. No, single building, crime lords at the top. You got to work your way up the stories. It's basically a video game. Yeah. It like, sounds like Die Hard. Like, or the, that old uh, Nintendo game, Kung Fu. Or Ghostbusters. It, you mean impossible to finish? No. You got to make your way up to the top. <laughs> but very, very, very hard. Um, but, yeah. Anyway, so, uh, yeah. Nice. Your phone is making all sorts of noises. Know, is that it, the Star Tours noise? No, it came with my phone. It sounds like, it though, but my it sounded like the Star oh, Tours uh, noise. The background to my phone, which is now covered by that dumb thing, is Yennefer's Star, the, re- the remake of it. I'm glad you told me what that is. Yeah. Which is weird because her star is supposed to have obsidian and diamonds in it. So maybe this is just, I don't know. They spent all their money on Henry Cavill. Where are the diamonds? 
Where are the fucking diamonds, Rob? Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, how'd you know I took them? Jeez. Um, all right, do you have more news? Uh, no. All right, well, I got two more quickies. So um, the game developer Remedy yeah. has recently reacquired the publishing rights to Alan Wake, which... Similar to Oxenfree, whenever there's any sort of news about Alan Wake, I will always mention it for the most part. Um, Alan Wake, one of my favorite games for the Xbox 360, really great. Um, and now that they own the publishing rights, they could put it on any platform they want. Mm-hmm. Who knows if they will? It'd be awesome, though, if they did like a PlayStation reissue of it, because I feel more people should play it. Alan Wake was awesome. Alan Wake. Um, so I thought that was neat. And their new game, Control, is going multi-platform at launch control unlike their previous game quantum break which was quantum break xbox exclusive <laughs> so um anywho uh and the last the little bit of news i have another movie trailer actually that, that dropped recently jumanji the next level have you seen that trailer no but i like the the movie it's a sequel to welcome to the jungle they got the rock karen gillam uh kevin hart and jack black back so is it funny it the trailer was great Okay. Instead of and now instead of um, I want to say instead of the main kid going into the rock, this time it's Danny DeVito. In the rock, so the rock is playing Danny DeVito. Oh my goodness! What kind of video game is Danny DeVito in? <laughs> Jumanji, apparently. <laughs> but yeah, like I want to say, um, they did two. Like, there's two new people in the movie that um. Uh, are like we're really I was surprised to see it. it's um oh Aquafina's in it which is awesome nice um yeah Danny DeVito's in it and I thought there was another person that was like oh Danny Glover oh wow isn't it yeah it looks super fun I'm excited Danny Glover the villain I'm wondering no I want to say he goes into Kevin Hart so, that will be interesting. Yeah, because I like they make a joke in the trailer. He's like, "Did I go into like the body of a young boy?" <laughs> Just because you know, because Kevin Hart's short. It's a short joke. Oh, I see. Yeah, because <laughs> he's a short person. You know those um, videos where it's like the microscopic like little kitchens and people are cooking real yeah, food yeah. on it. Well, there's this meme that has. This is me cooking for my five foot seven boyfriend. <laughs> five foot seven? That's so much taller I was than like, me. That's so much taller than Rob. <laughs> yes, that's like that's two and a half inches taller than me. I was like, can you imagine what you cook for Rob? I can eat a whole large pizza. Like you get, really, you get a piece of pepper. You can cook normal <laughs> food for me because I can eat a whole pizza if you let me. I just gotta cut it for you. <laughs> uh, I do love those videos though of tiny cooking. It's fascinating. Right? I couldn't do it because I shake too much. You need, like, mm. surgical precision to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, anyway. Nice. Who are you crashing on, boo? So, from Judgment, the lead character, Yagami. Um, Yagami. He has it's funny, He has hair that Todd hates. He's like, his hair looks like it's alive. Like, he gets very upset about his hair. Um, But so far, you know, I like his look. He's got this, like, sort of leather jacket, jeans, kind of casual he left the life of a lawyer because it just wasn't for him now he's a detective yeah. solving crimes being yeah. generally excellent as one needs to be and he's like a stand-up dude like he actually like so spoiler alert from the very beginning of the game and like the main premise of the, of the whole title he actually like stops being a lawyer because someone that he um got acquitted turns out was guilty 
or rather, we don't know for sure, but after they were acquitted, like some, so we got a guy off the hook. Shortly after, that guy burned his apartment down with, and, uh, and killed his girlfriend. Jeez. At least that's what all signs are pointing to. Who knows okay. if it's actually happened or not? But like the lead character has such a doubt. He's so full of doubt about his ability to read people and to sort of know innocence from guilt mm-hmm. um, that he leaves the the lawyer working field. I don't know that, that the words failed me there, but he stops the being lawyer a lawyer working field. He leaves the law arena. No, <laughs> he became a detective instead. Sounds good, right? You're starting to sound like me, Rob. <laughs> He's just not being loyal. Choose your words. A law guy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's my crush of the week. Do you have one now? I do. Oh, who is it? He's cute. He's green, and he does Geico commercials. The it's Geico Gex. Gecko. Oh, Gex. That's a different Gecko. <laughs> How do you know? Because it's the. Because the Geico Gecko is British and Gex is not. How do you know? Because he's voiced by it's Dana Gould. It's called acting. Oh, oh, so he's doing a role. Yes. Oh. And Gex, not the Geico Gecko, is kind of like this James Bondy. Oh, you're talking like later Gex. Yeah. Well, no, just Gex in general. Okay. Because he didn't go spy until like a sequel one. Right. Because in the first one, he's got sucked into his TV. Yes. I can can I like all the Sorry. Gexes? Do I have to choose no. one era? You can choose any Gex you want. <laughs> and I can have the Geico one. It's not the same lizard. That's uh, just racist now. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> it is the same lizard. Um and yes. I should know. I'm sleeping with him. <laughs> You're one of those Okay, he totally lied to get into your pants. <laughs> He's like, dude, I'm also Gex. But yeah, <laughs> let's do this. The coolest thing about the voice of Gex is that he was a writer on The Simpsons for a while. Is that the coolest thing? Yep. Okay. I'm sorry. If anyone has ever written for The Simpsons, they're going to have to do something really fucking cool to have that be a more cool blip on their uh, their sort of history. Cher was in The Simpsons. Was she? Yeah. I think. Well, you would know. I don't think she ever did The Simpsons. Are you sure? Who am I thinking I could of? be wrong. I mean, there's like a billion episodes. Uh, Lady Gaga was in The Simpsons, and she was awesome. Cher Simpsons. I'm checking this right now. Simpsons. I'm... Oh, maybe not. Yeah, I don't recall Cher ever being on The Simpsons. Why did I have this picture in my head? Well, she is there. She just looks like a blob doll. <laughs> that is a scarecrow. <laughs> it's a scarecrow. <laughs> it is a scarecrow. <laughs> that actually is like a, a thing that they do. They... They make like a dummy of Cher, but it's not Cher. <laughs> Are you certain? <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. Okay, oh, this is the one I was thinking. Of. <laughs> that one. Oh, that's not Cher. Oh, who's that supposed to be? I'm not sure who that is. From a Star Is Born again, someone that I think that's someone that Ned dates. It looks almost more like real Perlman, just kind of stacked with long hair. But anyway, yeah, Cher's not. I don't think she's ever done The Simpsons. I could be wrong. I thought she did something in Fishnets too with the sailor hat. God, I'm losing my mind. Maybe somebody send us a photo of Cher in The Simpsons, please. Because yeah, I don't think I've. I mean, I could be. I could be crazy. Like watching as like The Simpsons authority. I'm like that guy who's like she's never done it, and she's totally been on it. You know what? You could be right. There's like nothing real legit on this thing. On this Google search, I've been pertaining to. All right. 
So she's not been on. Okay, so you're right. You are the I'm, ultimate. I'm sorry. Source. Like they did make a. It is jo- a sharecrow. They did make a. <laughs> it is a sharecrow. They did make a joke at Cher's expense. Um. Oh, actually, no. I guess Cher's. Let me see. Sorry. Um. I love how this became a thing. Sorry. Sorry, everyone listening. <laughs> oh, I guess the, she's been like, yeah, that picture of her eating that you showed me. Uh-huh. That is supposed to be her. I don't think she ever speaks. Oh. Like, so she's never really been on the show. They featured her likeness. Gotcha. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. In, oh, yeah, because in the... Um, I'll take it as a win. <laughs> yeah, because like in the episode uh, A Star is Born Again, Ned and Sarah Sloan set up a sharecrow to fool the paparazzi. <laughs> and also, yeah, when Bart and Lisa tricked Sideshow Bob to confess that he cheated in the election, Bart said that he was just sunny to his share. <laughs> Um, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. So it's so punny, right? Good stuff. The sharecrow is really great. <laughs> um, all right. But so I wasn't expecting Gex. I kind of like that one. You like that? I do. I loved the original Gex for the 3DO. Yeah, it was hard. Uh, I played it on this Saturn, PlayStation, PlayStation. Yeah, that was my first one. Well, it's like cause that game came out first on 3DO, and it was a pack-in, I think, with the console when I got it. Hmm. Because I got that console at the very end of its life cycle when it was dirt cheap. Dirt cheap. Because, yeah, the 3DO was 700 bucks when it launched. I got mine for two. That's nuts. 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 Okay. Moving on. Anything else? No, that's all I got. Well, that's all we got. So, you can follow me at Satine on Twitch. Twitch. <laughs> My brain just farted. Or Satine the Dream on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can follow me. But I'm never on Facebook, so I wouldn't if I were you following yeah. me there. You can follow me at Mr. Gladstone, where Mr. is spelled out on Instagram and Twitch, but I'm rarely on Twitch, so there's that. Uh, and you can follow me at Fast Danger on Twitter. And you can follow the podcast at BitDiffPodcast on, on YouTube and Instagram and Twitter and... Twitch, Twitch also, right? Yeah. Um, or you can write us an email at bitdiffpodcast at gmail.com. We try to put out new episodes on Wednesdays. and we're Are we doing every other week now? I don't know if we're doing every other week. I'd like to go back to every week if we can. Um, but for now, Wednesdays are when the new ones come out. Wednesdays. Yeah, they'll we'll, we'll pop up in your feed. Yeah. Don't you worry about us. Especially, you know, if you uh, would kindly... Smash that uh, subscribe button oh, on yeah. either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and also consider leaving us a comment. Yeah, because it's real fun having an audience that doesn't participate. <laughs> I'm sensing sarcasm. <laughs> um, no, yeah, but comment, please, because we need, we need more likes and comments and reviews ASAP. Although I do very much appreciate um, that uh, someone... I've forgotten who now tagged us recently for um, there was a thread where someone was looking for LGBT uh, plus podcasts and someone oh. someone name dropped us on Twitter. I've forgotten. Is it Jim? I think it was probably Jim. Yeah, I think so. But like it was a good thread. Yeah, it was a good thread like started by somebody fairly prominent. Hmm. I've forgotten who. But yeah, it was like because they were like, this thread's for you. And then someone mentioned us, which is Aww, nice. Aw, yay. Um, but yeah. It's nice to be wanted. Right. 
Um, but yeah, so would you kindly follow, rate, and comment? Uh, yeah, that's that it. was the last thing on the, the thing. Yeah. We did it. Look at that. All right. Well. Oh, have, and oh. before, and a welcome back to Los Angeles to friend and listener Nick. The city has Nick. missed you. Nick is back. I saw him today. We got lunch. Oh, Nick. So, welcome back. You'll have to sign my book. Yeah. yeah. I, I need to get the physical copy so you can sign it. Yeah. Yeah, we missed you. Oh, and also, as a last note, please, Netflix, do The Witcher justice so I don't just eat my words from everything I said today, please. Okay, that's all. I'm hopeful. And chowsies. Bye-bye. <laughs>